Horun fi sharan baba lola Oku dalaye Ariwo soloke oye Baba teka emo We okwe mi oran minisha Angeli horun Eke de igbe yiyo De bi bobo Kata kata duro Horun fi sharan baba lola Oku dalaye Ariwo soloke oye Baba teka emo Bwe okwe mi oran minise Angeli yorun Heke de ikwe yiyo De mi bobo Komina na kanea Yesu komina na kanea Komina na kanea Yesu komina na kanea
because the Holy Ghost is in you. So, Lord, we thank you. Father, we thank you for your word that is coming. We thank you for what you are said to do. We thank you. Lord, we bless your name. Jesus, mighty name. Jam your hands together as we get seated. Say a very big thank you to um, the lead pastor, Pastor Felix, for giving us the opportunity to use here. And, and then also to your pastor here, Pastor Bayo. Thank you so much. And to everyone who is here, I want to assure you that you will not go back the same in the name of Jesus. All right. Um, this evening, um, has put something in my heart. Um, please. Um, we have been going to different places from Abuja to um, Lagos to Ibadan, and then down to this place. And this evening, I'll be sharing. Thank you. And this evening, I'll be sharing this very short charge with us. It's called Building and Maintaining Personal Revival. Building and Maintaining Personal Revival. You see, um, while we were walking on the road about a few yesterday, I was, I mean, is it this morning? I was telling him that um, I wish I can go back to my business because I didn't really have the opportunity to serve God while I was in school. So every time I come around student area and I see people serving the Lord, you know one thing about destiny? It's not enough to fulfill destiny. It is better to do it on time. So it's not just about fulfilling destiny, but it's what? It is better when you do it on time. So there are times when, you know, God may just be calling you to the secret place. God may just be trying to call you to himself where he wants him to serve him. And there are so many pleasures of this world that can take you away. And there are so many things in this world that can just be dragging for your attention. So, so many things can also be dragging for your attention as God also is calling you for it. So, it's why God has brought me this charge in my heart this evening. Like I said, building and maintaining personal revival. It is one thing to be on fire. It is another thing to be able to sustain the fire. There are so many people who are campus fellowship leaders. They, without due respect, not in any way to shade them or 
after some years and you go to you see them on the road they are shadows of themselves people who used to be on fire for the lord people who used to do mighty and great things for god but you saw them it's as if they have plateau and relax so it is a different thing to be on fire it is another thing for that fire to be sustained and maintained and these are the things i'll be sharing with us this evening building and maintaining personal revival i trust god that this meeting will be one that you will remember for life building and maintaining personal revival see there are so many things that are depending on your own personal fire in the book of Ezekiel, the Bible said God told them, He said, God is sorting for a man. He said, But he found none. There are some of you who came from certain families where there are all kinds of patterns. Where certain people don't live above certain age. In fact, for some of you, you might even be the first person to attend this university. Certain kind of pattern. And to some believers, you may be thinking, Is God not faithful? Why is God dealing with our family like this? But the Bible said God sought for a man and he found none. The people of Israel were not supposed to stay that long. But because God keeps searching for a man, until Moses made himself available, that was when God used him. So they stayed longer than the year they were supposed to stay. So there are certain patterns and things that will continue in your family or that may continue if you don't rise to take certain position. So your being on fire is not just for the fact that you want to pray in tongues and put it on Twitter or Instagram. No, it's because so many destiny are depending on your fire. Lives are depending on your fire. Look at so many great men of God that you truly respect and honor. Imagine that they did not receive the call of God for their life. So this evening, I come to just to stir up the fire of revival in our personal life. So when I talk about building and maintaining personal revival, the first thing I'll be talking is building a systematic and continuous prayer life. Listen to the word I use. I say a systematic and a continuous prayer life. If you don't set time to your you will with it. If you don't do what set times to your prayer life, you will never do well with it. So the first way of building a sustainable personal revival for yourself is what building a systematic and continuous prayer life. In the book of Acts chapter three, verse one, down to verse three, somebody can somebody project for us. The Bible said that they were going, and you know, in verse one, he said that at the hour of prayer, they saw a cripple at the gate. So even the apostles, they had what they call the hour of prayer. He said they were going at the hour of prayer. So if you don't create a systematic time to your prayer life, you will not be sharing testimonies of how you used to be on fire. When evangelism, you see some people when you preach to them, they will tell you, forget all this is. And the fire will keep burning. The fire will keep burning, but the priest they have to set the wood so that the, the fire can come upon it. Do you get? So the first key to building a personal revival, a, a sustaining a personal revival life is to do what? Build a continuous, a systematic prayer life. Don't just freelance your life. I know you are in schools and you have schedules of when to study and when to do this and that. If you want to build a personal prayer life, one of the things that draw a timetable in your room. 
of your when you will pray the same way you draw timetable of your school or certain things i want you to go back some of you used to be on fire for god remember those days when you give your life to christ where you dare not miss your prayer time because god there's something just in your heart god is calling you back to that same pattern you used to do perhaps you may even be um, the senior prayer person in this place see there is difference between having a public prayer life and having a personal prayer life there are certain things that god cannot do or reveal to you in a public place the bible said an able and jacob was left alone when god called abraham he called him alone but he took isaac the bible said when they separated the lord now spoke to abraham there are things that god will not tell you publicly until when you come to him and say god i'm here so because when you're a public place and people are praying you may want to show that you're a prayer man papa you are holding the pool but you have a personal prayer life see this is what sustains those things you see people do in public you build a systematic and continuous prayer life a genuine fire you see when your prayer life is not intact there are so many things that you'll be afraid of that's when you see people they say they are touching somebody on the road when they touch somebody the person will the person will vanish or the person will miss his brain or something they will carry the person now the first thing that see because when your prayer life is on fire there is a level of confidence that it gives to you so don't just don't don't just be the kind of believer that the only time you pray is when we gather in church you are joking see god is see we only talk about the god of abraham but we don't talk about the Abraham of God. Because when God sent Abraham out, Abraham obeyed. That's why he became Abraham. If he had stayed back, he wouldn't have been Abraham. So we, we talk so much about the God of Abraham, but we do not talk about the Abraham of God. A personal prayer time. Where you can decide to say every nine o'clock in the night, when somebody is knocking, they are hearing the tone of fire. Some of you, your family, you are complaining. Why did God send me to this kind of family? God is depending on you to bring them out. When you want to be serious with God, that's when Satan will not bring one sister movie film to pray. Or God will not, Satan will not lead you to one party like that. And the Spirit of God keep beckoning on you. Come and pray. Sometimes you wake up in the night, you say, I cannot sleep. You stroll social media and the Spirit say, pray. See, God calls anybody, but God does not use anybody. He calls you as anybody, but He works on you and then uses you. See, God does not use those who pray more. That is not a criteria for God to use you. That you pray more than anybody does not mean God will use you more. But those who God uses truly have a prayer life. See, don't be deceiving yourself where you come alone praying when others have you know you just come to church where people gather for 12 hours but your prayer life you do not have it there are many things that are depending on your spiritual fervency so many things that are depending you have moved around begging people for school fees why are you talking to people that will never eat the bible says god spirit if you talk to the father of all spirits he can talk to any spirit to help you Okay. Joseph spoke to the butler. He said, help me when you get there. The butler did not. But when God moved, 
God moved through the king. Then the butler remembered that somebody had helped him. There are certain people that they are like Pharaoh, only God can change their heart. There are things that may be happening in your family. Things are not going well the way they should go. And you are saying, God, I'm, God is saying, I'm calling you, come to this place. Some of you, when you gave your life to Christ before, your prayer life was, so, was something that you cherish. It may be 30 minutes, but you were consistent. I've come this night again to tell you that your prayer life, too much arches is there. God is saying, come and put fire on it. God is so many people are depending look at so many people who have changed your life today maybe pastors messages that have transformed your life imagine if they did not take serious their own personal life a systematic and a continuous prayer life not the one you pray and you check your phone there are times when you may be praying and the spirit of god is saying take your phone and check something on google because he's speaking to you those periods they are but there are times when you have to shut the door and say see when you satan is not mad if you say he can't sit on fire for long and pretend as if he's not burning him there, see i tell you that there are situations in your life that the only reason they have not changed is because you have not prayed enough when you see a systematic problem that is consistent one of the things you should also do is to create a systematic prayer life lord this thing has been here for long i change it Bible said, I will give ourselves to prayer. It's unto the ministry of the word. That you give yourself so much to prayer. See, do you know why? Sometimes, some of us, the reason why we don't do this is because we have so many options. When God wants to help you sometime, he will take away the options so you can focus on him. So that your uncle that used to send you money, where you do, God can just close that door. You call him ten times. If you call me again, I'll block your number. And then you'll now face God. And then God will now begin to use people who you don't even expect that He can use. See, prayer is a way of making it, it makes you evolve to the major version of you that God wants to use. Samuel, at a time in his life, God was speaking to Samuel, but Samuel could not discern that God was the one speaking to him. God called him, he ran to Eli. But that same Samuel grew to a point that the Bible said none of his word could fall to the ground. See, the Samuel that could not discern the, God, the voice of God, that version of Samuel could not be the priest over Israel. Even though he was going to be the priest, but that version of him could not be the priest. Until he evolved to the version that the Bible now said, and none of his word falls to ground. So there's a version that God is trusting that you evolve to, where you begin to fellowship and commune with him. It is that version. So sometimes you may have a dream. You see yourself laying hands on people. You see people falling under the power. You see many things happening. See, truly God wants to use you, but not his version of you. So prayer helps you evolve to a particular version that God will be able to use for a particular task. So God is, there are so many people depending. Are, you don't know your personal prayer life. The reason sometimes you make certain mistakes is because you are not discerning enough. One of the things that prayer does for you is to help you sharpen your discernment. Somebody sang a song and said, um, if I don't pray, Satan will mess with me, all of those stuff. 
were saying that the guy is wrong and all of these things the bible says give no room to satan meaning that if you give satan room he will take advantage of you a man who is not praying will not be able to discern the mind of god and the will of god the man who is not praying will stray away from devotion the man who strays away from devotion will be not be able to discern the will of god and the man who cannot discern what god is saying will not walk in his way by so doing satan has messed with him for the fact that you don't have a prayer life is a proof enough that the song is correct so many things god is depending on your fire take a decision this night that my prayer life i take you back go back and say movies i keep you one side see what where when you some of us we don't have the advantage to know people but you know the god that knows people but you so you must lock the door and say god some of you you soon be graduating you don't know what is next for you see let me tell you school is is where you settle destiny before you come out. I used to tell my folks, I wish I knew God when I was in school. That's when you would things before you come out. Not when you graduate, you start running up and down looking for pastors to lay hands on you. Where were, what were you doing with the five years? This is where you settle destiny and say, God, you must show me the way. When I talk to young people, like one of the things I discern that they do not know is the next is the next, next face of God for their life. What will I do? You can know this thing in the place of prayer. The Bible said when they came to Daniel and said that the king was going to kill everybody, Daniel told them, he said, give me time. He went back and the Bible said, and the Lord revealed to him in a night vision. See, it is in the place where you stay, where the blueprint of your destiny will be is saying there's a there's a there's a hand upon your life god wants to use in the fivefold ministry there's something upon your destiny i trust that before we end tonight the lord is going to stretch his hand upon many people here but it's not this version of you that god can use god is trusting that you come to the place of fire you are not too small to carry the grace of god you are not too small to lay hands on the sick there's something that god wants to do with you please align to do it give expand yourself expand yourself in the place of prayer give yourself holy to prayer see for some of us or for some of you here you do not really have any advantage this school you are coming to you are coming by the grace of god and not to insult you so this is the time to take advantage now that you're staying off campus or you are staying alone your parent is not here this is not the time to now do as you like this is the time that when you go back to the house the, everybody is sleeping they are hearing you kapara, kapara. what has come upon you you went to school and something fire came upon you a systematic and a genuine prayer life i came to steer your fire that's what I came to do here in the kitty. That in, in time to come, maybe two years later, when I see you, you might be heading a fellowship. Or when I see you, God will be using you in a mighty way. Like I said, God can call anybody, but he does not use anybody. Something that God must actually work upon you. See, it is in the place of prayer that your heart is checked. You don't know the things that you can do until God reveals your heart to you. Whoever knew that the little boy who was David, who was following sheep, will one day now kill somebody's husband and take his wife. The heart of man, you don't know what is in your heart. Only God can reveal. 
so the lord there's so many things that happen in the place of prayer one of the things that happen is the assignment of prayer is for intimacy and fellowship at this point you are not asking for bread you are not asking for butter you are just communing with the father the bible said in the book of Acts, as they minister to the lord he says separate me paul and barnabas for the work of the ministry wherein i've called them so it is in this place of prayer that clarity is given all this i don't know what to do with my life i have done tiktok video i have done this one it's not moving see let me tell you something things don't just go viral like that especially the spirits that you are doing and it's not just because you are in the village that's why people are not coming no read your bible the bible says john the baptist was in the wilderness people will move from judea samaria just to come and hear him so it's for intimacy and fellowship this is not where you are asking for bread see the place of intimacy and fellowship is where power is even encountered where you are just communing with the father the bible says they ministered unto the lord he says separate me paul and barnabas for the work of the ministry wherein i've called them to prophecies are hanging over your life but they won't find expression unto it because the prophecy on your life is not this version of you they are looking for until that version of you comes alive that's when they can drop so god is charging you this night you go back and say i trust that before we round up god is going to drop my as i have such i have come to give to you that you go back home and something happens to your prayer life all this running up and no you stay till something drops upon your life intimacy with god like i said you are you are depending on god to change certain things and god is on you mighty men that god use things you read in scriptures they can find expression in your life the bible says uh, he said he said uh, he said, uh, he said greater than this will you do your name is there you can put your name there greater than this will you do that by the time you leave this university people will still be talking they say when that man of god was here i come to charge you that you guys can stir revival in this city you can pray until you see the will of god is done in this city all these clubs and all these things that are here with all due respect there was a man i think it was john wesley or one of them who he will walk across a city where they are selling alcohol and people cry and then follow jesus people begin to cry just because you walk across the street it was charles g finney that every time he comes toward the crusade in the town crowds of people will come people will leave their markets and it was said that 90 percent of the people that comes for his altar call remain in christ forever what kind of man is that so those things you 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 saw in scriptures they can find expression in your life i'm saying man of god you're just talking prayer prayer i'm talking money money i'm, I'm looking for my school fees it's because you are talking to people only god can talk to why don't you talk to god so he can talk to them god is calling you your prayer life we're in a world where social media is supposed to help us but it's becoming a distraction so you must set the time see if you tarry much in prayer action gets you prayer will get you so even a connection so you have to tarry and trust god 
God is calling you to the place of prayer. God is calling you to that place of your first love. When you gave your life to Christ before, I used to be on fire for God. I didn't come to do theology. I just came to share your fire. That you go back home and something will happen to your prayer life. You go back home. Your neighbors will know that something has come upon you. You see? Almost everywhere that I've stayed in my life, when I gave my life to Christ, they will always know that somebody stayed here. I went to stay with one of my family, um, my, my mom one time. She was not around, so I was the only one at home. And every night I would wake up and begin to pray. And begin to pray. See, one thing, see, other people's fire is depending on your own fire. You don't know. I, as I began to pray every night, I observed certain things. I pray. Then every morning when I'm going to work, I see somebody who open the door and look at the person praying. Before I knew, the person began to pray at the time I was praying. So his fire was depending on my fire to find expression. And that was the landlord of the house. I stayed in one place too. I, with one brother, pastor's place. We were just staying there. And every night I would leave the house and just go to the church and go and pray. And then I would sleep off and then the next morning I would take and go to work. Consistently. There was a brother there, he was a Christian but he was not serious. All of a sudden I will be passing and I will hear him. Because somebody had to steer the fire. You may be thinking your, your parents are not prayer, your friends are not prayerful. You begin to steer that fire of prayer. You will see other people. The house I'm staying now in Ibadan. When I came there, 14 flat, nobody prays. Every afternoon, all of a sudden, when I'm relaxing, I'm hearing my neighbor pray. Shaka, when I come out, he looks at me. You other people's fire is depending on your fire. There are certain people that when they see you, that that fire will now begin to find expression. A systematic and a genuine prayer life. A systematic and a genuine prayer life. I want you to pray in the spirit. Lord, fresh fire upon my prayer life. Please pray in the spirit. Lord, fresh fire upon my prayer life. Lord, fresh fire upon my prayer life. Zoko beleka barande kobas, rebeleko bose ke balaka base kobas, rebeleka bose beleka bose beleka bas, rebeleka bose belika baran beleka bose, rebeleka bose beleka bose, rebeliku baran beleka bose beleka bas, fresh fire, fresh fire. In Jesus' mighty name. The second thing I say, you want to a personal revival yourself. A worded and studious life. A worded and studious life. You see, but one of the extreme of only giving to prayer and not giving by the word is that what Satan can teach it to you. When you are giving to only prayer, you are not giving to the word. Please, can you open for us? Um, somebody can read for us if it's not here. The book of Luke chapter 4, from verse 1. Let's read. A worded and studious life. 
a warded and studious life. See, the word of God shows you the character of God. You know the things that God can do and the things that God will not do. For instance, if somebody comes to tell you that God told me to take his husband, and I saw a vision that your husband is my husband, it may be true that they saw a vision. Because see, when you begin to give yourself to prayer, before you know, you begin to explore the realm of the spirit. Consist, see, consistency, give attention to the realm of the spirit. It, for instance, if you carry a granite oil or something, you put a stone here, and every day you put granite oil and you worship it, give it some time, the spirit will come and dwell there. So the same thing is when you begin, when you are consistent in your prayer life. You may go today, you'll not be able to pray, just pray 30 minutes and rest. But one day you go there, as long as you are consistent, you will pray for 30 minutes, 2 hours you'll be there. Because the grace for supplication will come there and encourage because you have been consistent. So when you give yourself to prayer and you don't give yourself to, be, to the word, you'll be mad of the spirit. But Satan can teach it to you. The word of God makes you know the character of God. You know the things that God can do and the things that God will not do. Like I say, if somebody comes to tell you that your mother who is married is my husband, even though the person has an encounter, but the Bible says what the Lord has joined together, let not man put asunder. So the word of God becomes the nadak that helps you check every encounter that you have. So if truly you have an encounter with the spirit and what the spirit is saying is contradicting what is written, then it's satanic. Every spiritual encounter by the spirit will never contradict the written word of God. What did I say? Every spiritual encounter will never contradict the written word of God. Any encounter you have that contradicts what God's word says, trust me, is satanic. The audible voice of the spirits will never contradict the written word of God. So like I'm saying, the word of God helps you know the things that God can do and the things that God will not do. So there are people who come and tell you that I, I have a dream that God said this and it contradicts So the word of God is one of the things that guides you. So there are people who, they are prayer people, but they are not word people. They say, we will just like prayer. We will not like the word like that. So we prayer, prayer people, not to like study like that. Satan will teach it to them. Because that's when dreams will come. You will see yourself, you have a dream. You should go to Sokoto. Again, you see yourself in Kaduna. You see yourself in so many things. But the word of God, in partnership with the prayer life that you have, is able to guide you. True spiritual men are not men of prayer. True spiritual men are not men of the word. True spiritual men are men of prayer and the word. The book of Acts chapter 6 verse 4. He said that we give ourselves to prayer. He said and then to the ministry of the word. Some of you here, you can't remember the last time you opened your Bible. Except the one you opened on Sunday or midweek service. God is calling you to the place of study. The place of what? Study. See, the word of God and prayer works together. In the book of Luke, the Bible told us how Satan came to Jesus and said this one. And Jesus will reply back with scripture. And Satan too now began to quote scripture. Because Satan can also give you scripture to do bad things. 
that is when prayer comes because prayer builds discernment so when satan twists the word by discernment that used by the act of your prayer life you'll be able to discern that satan is using the scripture wrongly to you
so every audible voice of god that you heard must not contradict the written word of god if it contradicts is not of god so the word of god becomes a nada that you used to check the things you heard if they are correct so giving to only prayer you are praying you see with all due respect that's why certain people say they die and they went to heaven and when they went to heaven they saw something and it didn't told them that once you come you should not eat beef eat rice do you know what in all honesty they die truly and they have an encounter but the encounter that they had is not of god but because they are not studious people they could not differentiate what is of. just because you have an encounter does not mean it's of god if it contradicts the written word of god then it's not of god please celebrate your man of god for me thank you so much thank you sir so everything that every encounter that you have whether spiritual encounter i saw an angel that appeared to me and he said i should go and steal somebody's money he's not of god so every encounter that contradicts what god says if you don't get anything tonight get this one every encounter that contradict the word of god the written word of god then is not of god it's not what of god so you must be a studious person giving to the word you can be a man of prayer you have a, but if you don't if you are not a man of the word you're standing on one leg being a man of the word and prayer is standing with two legs but being a man of the word is standing with one leg after sometimes you'll be tired and you want to sit so and this is the reasons why we have so many arrays of errors in the body of christ and not to take take shot at anybody because they are setting organizations of fellowship they are prayer people they are setting organization they are what people know you must do what big to god's word you can't remember ah god i don't know what god is saying to me go and open your bible his word is in his letters there you can't say god have not spoken to you when your bible have been closed for this like the bible is the book that you read and the author is there you see these things i'm saying some basic of christianity but that's what this generation need because we are now placing more emphasis on spiritual things than the written word of god so trust in dreams that they can trust in bible so you can tell somebody can have a dream and say that ah i saw myself i died my parent died and you see open to god's word the bible says, with long life will it satisfy you and show yours is with long life will it satisfy you and he will look at you and say no i see him for dream say i died so the person is emphasizing on the, the word of god how you will know that you have not given to god's word is that you be amplify certain spiritual encounter than what is written even when those things contradict what is written how you will know that the word of god has entered you is that when a situation in respect to that issue come you will respond with the so when <laughs> i usually say this almost everywhere i go to when i know that we are we are really we have some issues of the word of god was in covid 19 the level of panic that was in believer that, that was around will not be able to to sit and you will sit down and say are these the same believers who quote with long life will you satisfy me and show me salvation every day he said no evil shall be for me Never sh that means see there's difference between having the word in your and having it in your spirit you can be 
seen it many times and yet it's not in your spirit. The proof the word is in your spirit is that when a situation arises that calls for that word, you will not panic, you will respond with the word. When fear comes to knock, you will respond back with God's word. So when situation in respect to that thing comes, you respond with his word. So when you respond with fear, it may be an indication that God's word that settles that matter has not entered you. So you can see somebody that is quoting, with long life will it satisfy me? He said, no evil shall be for me. Now he quoted every day when he wakes up. Then he hears about something. He just begins to panic. He just begins to panic. Meaning that the word is only in his head. It's not in his spirit. So those are the people who just open Bible. They say, I'm go read Bible every day. Make a door open. That's why I said you must be what? You must be a worded and a studious student of God's word. Give yourself wholly to God's word. Like I said, you cannot defend the God that you do not know. So you do what? Give yourself. Number three, godly associations. This is very important, especially now that you are in school. Let's see the book of Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17. All our scriptures, they are not putting it. Godly associations. The Bible says, iron sharpeneth iron. If you have five smokers and you are not the only one not smoking, don't worry. The future is very bright. Count again, there are six smokers. You are the sixth one. You just don't know yet. So, godly associations. You cannot say, ah, I'm trying to change them. Only you are trying to change five people. See, there are people who are on fire before. They be See, just because we attend the same church does not mean we'll be friends. Love is a commandment, but association is by choice. In reference, in, in regards to the God's mandate over your life. There are people who are believers, but where you are going, they are not serious enough to be your friend. So just because we attend the same church, Love is a commandment. Love all men. But you can't be friends with all men. Are you getting it? Love all men. But you can't be friends with all men. See, you must keep relationship with people that steers your fire. You must do what? Keep relationship with people that steers your fire. When you stay around people who are not godly, they are always talking negative. It won't take time. A man of a very humorous story he said he was in he was staying in the hostel as a young boy in secondary school and his hostel mates every time the guy when he wants to cream his body he will sit down like woman and be creaming his body every time so long ago he used to have but all of a sudden one day he was done baiting so he's sitting down also his body like that guy he sat up and said what is that do you know why see when you begin to when you stay with something for long you begin to look like that thing when husband and wife stays together for a while it's, ah, they look like each other when you god's word for a while we should look at you and see that you are looking like the word so when i carry a yoruba person and i carry a kogi person i carry an Aousa person an Igbo person and i put them in the same room who are christians i should come back and see that they are not fighting why because when true transformation has taken place the word of god becomes your culture so you are not you are no longer a yoruba man you have been bought with the blood you are no longer an Aousa man you have been bought by the blood you are no longer from a kitty you have been bought by that's why the bible says he is far above all 
It's because you are not in Christ. That's why the things that happen to your parents should not happen to you. The Bible says you are seated in Christ, with Christ in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Above principalities and power. So when you understand these things, this understanding, you will know that there are relationships and associations that you should not keep. Some of you, you may have to go back today. You may not have to tell them that, oh, I don't want to get you. But the things you'll be doing will know that they will know that you don't want these things again. When I went to Bible school some years ago, after they lay hands on us, the man of God came and said, said just two things. He said, the information that you have received today, there are two things that will keep them. The books that you read and the friends that you keep. The books that you read, the things that you listen to, and the friends that you keep. The Bible spoke about the man that Jesus was having a crusade in a particular house. And there were crowds. And this man's friend, they saw that they could not enter inside. So they opened the roof of the building. The Bible said, and they brought their friend, they let him down. Jesus looked at them, he said, I see your faith. So faith can be seen because he has good association. Imagine if they were friends who were saying, I want for you, this guy and I found one night, where's he want go see? So association is very powerful. People that you have on your contact, every time you see their status, the only thing you see there is lost. There are people that you have on your status that every time you open, they steer you. Either they are holding one meeting, or they are in one thing doing one thing for God, or they are in one meeting doing something great for God. Associations have a lot to say. Judas was able to betray Jesus because of his association with those people who betrayed him. So saying that, ah, me, I'm following these people. I want to change them. Don't worry. You will soon be the... Remember I said, if there are five smokers and you are their friend, count where there are six. You are the sixth one. You just don't know yet. It will find expression. In the book of Acts chapter 4 verse 13, the Bible said, when they saw Peter, they that they had been with Jesus. Why? Because something happened to them. Association rub off on you. See, association is not just for socialization. It is either you are giving or you are taking. And in the association, for instance, some of you, you were not like this before you came to this church. It is when you sit down under God's word, the word of God now begins to build you. You used to be angry before, but because some, your relationship with this church has now made you change based on what you are hearing. In every association, there is something that you are hearing. And as you follow, you will become what you are following. You will become what you are with. See, there are places and things that God may want to do with you. But with certain relationships, he won't be able to do it with you. Lot was following Abraham until they got to a point and they separated. The Bible said the earthmen, they have issues and they separated. Immediately they separated. The Bible said that God spoke to Abraham. Immediately. There are certain associations where you are going to you know they are not going there at all you have no business with them the only business you have with this kind of association is anywhere you see them you preach the gospel of jesus to them that's the only thing you have you are not strong in faith your leg is still one side you are following people who move up and down with all due respect i need to repeat this again love is a commandment relationship is by choice 
See, you select relationship in respect to the agenda of God for your life. There are even people who are good, but they are not going where you are going to. See, people can love you so much that they can love you out of destiny. That was the issue of Peter with Jesus. Oh, no, don't go, master. Why we want to die for us? Don't go and die. No. He was in love Jesus so much that he nearly want to love Jesus out of destiny. Don't go and die so salvation can be aborted hey don't go it was not because he was a bad person it was the compassion of peter so there are people relationship god asked you to to fast for three days you fasted for two days and then somebody came and said now wow now you kill jesus they love you not because they hate you you must also you don't just run up people who are doing things that are not going your way and love you of your destiny the bible said iron sharpened iron and do you know why as you are in this school this message seems to be important for you because school when you come to school you see all kinds of people all kinds of people some of you the things you are doing here your parents must not know that you're doing them because you are very wrong the associations that you you, you have here the kind of friends that you follow here so tonight is a night to reconsider go back and check the list of your relationship and say this one is he is he worth it number four building and sustaining personal revival see one of the best thing you can do for yourself is to submit to yourself to a local assembly submit yourself to a local assembly see if you're the kind of person who does not have any spiritual authority over your life you can go on social media and post all kinds of nonsense that you want to post nobody can call you say hey remove this thing you're on the way towards destruction with all due respect so one of the things that you can do for yourself is to submit yourself to a local assembly where the word of god is properly thought just like friends. you do what submit yourself to it there are people who are moving they cause work everywhere they go on facebook and social media they see all kinds of rubbish nobody has authority over their life nobody can call them to order and let me even tell you those are not also the kind of people that you should make relationship or friendship with whether you're a guy or you're a woman people that do not have any authority over their life that can call them to order those are people heading to destruction with all due respect that nobody can speak to you there are people that once they get angry they say, ah, leave home. so who can you corner nobody they are very that's a dangerous position and a place to be is a satanic position to be so you must do what submit to local assembly submit to spiritual authority is a concept of 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 um, of the church of scriptures the book of hebrew chapter 10 verse um, 24-25 be somebody that is committed to a local assembly be somebody that is given to a local assembly be somebody that is given that a spiritual authority is over your life you can make any kind of decision by yourself you can do any can nobody have any say over you 
you know i i, I think if you why you should know this um story that i want to share now it was shared by it was um bishop david Oedipo. some years ago when he wanted to travel i think he had gone already or something i don't know if he had gone i forgot how the story went now when their uh, their airplane had had an accident they said that that morning um, um, his father in the Lord, Papa Iadebo, he came to their house early in the morning because he said what? Um, Daddy said Iadebo, Daddy said he had a vision and he saw Bishop, according to the story that we heard. Um, and the vision was like, you know, Bishop had gone to be with the Lord and he came out and he was like, what is the living doing among the dead? In the vision and he called him out. He left his house early in the morning and go to Bishop's house. Open the door and begin to pray around the room. So, see, the spiritual authority over people is God's system of authority. It's God's what? System of authority. Where God placed men over men. That's why Paul could say, follow me as I follow Christ. God does what? God places men over men. You may think that human understand you are wiser than them. Your consolation must be the fact that the same God who see you and place him, who and place them over you, knows more than you. So, so see, to be to be very candid with you, there are people that God places over you. It's not every time that they will be right because they are human. Even you, you are not right every time. Looking for a perfect church and a perfect place, you won't see one. Even if there was a perfect church, when you join, it will seems to it will stop being perfect because you are imperfect. So you have come to join us. So you won't find one submit to a local assembly the god placed men over men that's why paul like i said could say follow me as i follow christ let people know you are not ah, this is where you serve god this is where you worship this way some of you nobody can vouch for you you go into problem now nobody knows you you're always moving alone nobody knows you, you don't know any once you go they will beat you till they really wound you there must over you you take certain decisions nobody know is when you get into trouble and there are certain people every pastor will know this kind of people every time you see good in sir they are in trouble i know you have those kind of people every time you see good in they're not at oh, i don't know if you're sleep, sleeping oh. they are in trouble they are never following what is being taught in church they come to church but they never look like church ever hearing but never becoming I told you that transformation is you looking like the word of God. If husband and wife stays together, they look like each other. When you stay with God's word, after some time, we should look at you and see that you look like scriptures. Because there are times when before, you used to be angry when somebody says something. But you can say something and you just... We know that the word of God is working. Don't be the kind of believer that they will be using to insult church. See them, that's how they behave for their church. No. That what? See, I told you, and I'm repeating myself again. When you give your life to Christ, you have been bought with the blood. You are no longer a Yoruba person. You are no longer an Aosa person. You are no longer an Igbo person. So all these things of fighting each other, for the fact that you are even doing tribes team, it might be an indication that you have not understood God's word. Because when we get to heaven, they won't say, yes, yeah, for Igbo, yes, for Yoruba people. Everybody goes to one place. Are you getting it? so you are giving to god's word when you know this thing giving to a local assembly you know that all these tribes know when they put all tribes in one room and they are teaching god 
we should not be able to know where they are from because when you give to Christ when true transformation takes place the word of God becomes your culture so you you do as the word says you act as the word says ah but that's not how the Bible says you be submit to a local assembly One of the things again where I will really dwell, you see, in personal revival, one things really help you discipleship. Discipleship. And in the book of Acts, the Bible said that Paul taught them every day. I think it was in, I've forgotten where he taught them. Every day he was teaching for two years. Tomorrow, sec- tomorrow morning section, we are going to have more time to pray, impartation, all of those stuff. Paul was doing what? He was teaching them every day for two years. See, let me tell you something. Discipleship takes time. You must submit to discipleship. Now, see, there are three levels. I'm going to talk about it a lot tomorrow. One, the first level is salvation. When you come to Christ and you receive the life of Christ, you don't give your life. You receive his life and now give your life. Now, you receive you receive his life, I mean, and now give your own life. You receive the life of Christ, which is this way. And then Romans chapter 12 verse 1, now say, after you have taken your, his own life, then you will now give your life to him. That's what Paul was saying in God. 2020 when he said i've been crucified with christ nevertheless i live he said but yet not i he said the life which i now live i live by the faith of the son of god who died for me so you receive his life so you can live for him receive his life and then live for yourself so in discipleship the first thing that happened is salvation where you receive his life second thing that happened is transformation where you give your life so in the place of transformation is where you are being taught that's why i said paul taught them for straight two years was teaching every day in the book of Acts, chapter 20 verse 30 when paul was going look at the instruction he gave to them he said i commend it to god one and to the word of his grace which is able to build you discipleship see we have so many christians who are misbehaving online in the body of christ they attend the church but they are not discipled. Are you one of the ways you know that a person is properly discipled? He has a pastor over him. If he misbehaves, there's somebody you can call him and report him to. Because it's God's system placing men over men. It is see in discipleship. Now all this one we do, we can come and start a Bible study and run it for the next three weeks every day. Since we are in school, we can say every Saturday. You learn until you become the word of God. In Bible study, we repeat things until people become that thing. Not say, ah, we preach to them. No, you repeat it until they become it. You repeat it until they become it. You repeat it until they become it. Lastly, before I round up for this night, because I want us to pray a little bit, you must practice the act of retreat. Building and sustaining a personal um, revival for yourself, you must do what? Practice the act of retreat. And what is it? The Bible told us many times how Jesus will withdraw from the disciples and go. See, if all that you are is all that we see, 
then you are not truly mighty. All that you are is all that we are seeing. Then you may not even even go far, and you are not truly mighty. And so you can, if all that you are is all that we are seeing, then you are not mighty. There must be time where you shut the door and say, God, this thing. See, the, the time of retreat are times when you fire things up with God. The time of retreat are the time when you allow God to purge your heart. Remember when I started, I said there are so many things in your heart, you don't know your heart has the tendency of doing until you go to God and say, search me and see. There was a king in the Bible. The king sent his servant to Elijah. When he sent him to him, he said, go and ask the king if I'm going to die. Because the king was sick. Then the servant went to the prophet. And the prophet told the servant, he said, your master is going to die. But don't tell him that he's going to die. Then the prophet began to weep. Then the servant turned and said, why are you weeping? He said, because I have seen that you will be the king. And when you be the king, you will be so wicked. Israel, you will cut out people's womb and even take their baby out of them. He said, ah, how shall I do that kind of a thing? Am I a dog? Cut the long story short. He became king and he did everything that he did. Should I tell you something? As of when the prophet was telling him he was going to do that thing, he did not know that he had the tendency to be wicked. Some of you, you say, ah, me, I'm an honest person. When they keep money for my hand, they go meet them. You have not been in a situation of life and death where the money they kept with is the only way the person may be alive. So you don't know certain tendency that you have in your heart until you go to God and say, try my heart and see it. Nobody ever knew that Saul, Saul became king. He didn't even lobby for it. They just saw him on the road and you know, prophecy brought him and he became king. He is not the same person who is now proud, now going forth to consult um, um, another God, all those kind of things. As of then, he didn't know he had that kind of tendency. Even when David was at the back tending to the sheep, nobody ever knew that one day that same David would kill somebody and take his wife. So, the secret place is the place where the Lord reveals your heart to you. The secret place is the place where things are corrected. There are some of you, nobody ever favor you in life. Always one trouble to another trouble. All your friend, every time you reach out to your friends, they know you are in trouble. One trouble to another. See, the, the secret place is where things are changed. See, the realm of the spirits is the where is, is the physical realm is the replay of the realm of the spirits. Everything that you see happen here has happened before. Where? In the realm of the spirits. Let me show you in the book of Job. The Bible said that they were discussing in the spirit realm. Discussing about Job. Job was enjoying. And when God now permitted Satan to do what he wants to do, then they switched to the next scene, the physical realm. Job was still enjoying. Those things that happened to Job, they did not happen because he was not a good businessman. They happened because it had happened first in the spiritual realm. You don't control certain things by fighting and arguing. You control them first in the place of prayer. Ah, why is this person doing like this? I remember a very dear woman sent me a message and said that the husband is doing like this. I said, if you argue with your husband, you know win. Go back and pray. There are situations that seems as if the people are misbehaving. It's Satan. The Bible told us that Jesus turned to Peter and rebuked Satan. 
there are things in your life that may take you to go on a retreat to be able to correct god this thing has been consistent don't just try to want to change everything physically no nobody ever rise up to favor you once not once has anybody ever said what are you doing in school let me stretch no every time from trouble to trouble as we're about to pray this night you will see this i want you to cultivate the art of secret place where once in a month you can shut down your phone for the next one day or two days and say right, i'm changing things see there is a way you can pray in the night and wake up in the morning knowing that truly you shifted things last night like i said i said the physical realm is only the replay of the word spiritual realm so things that are not working in your life is not arguing that will make them to work he's not trying to be diligent that will make them to work no there are people who are diligent there are people who are they know what they know how to do these things but things just seems not to work things just seems not to work the same thing other people doing they will do it will work in fact it will get to their times things will go bad so the secret place is where you change things you don't try to change things by arguing and no you change things in the secret place that's where you rise and say this thing must change i don't know the area of your life where you are trusting that things will change tonight because i want us to rise up and pray lord look at the area of your life maybe some of you, you came to school by the help of god maybe some of you are trusting that job will come for your dad or for your mother maybe you are trusting that an helper will come or something will change i want you to rise up and pray there's what they call holy anger you see certain things see let me tell you something satan will move freely and unhindered as long as you permit him satan does not have any he does not have it in mind to stop look at the life of job even when god just permitted him he moved from attacking his finance to attacking his health to attacking his children so he does not have any plan to stop as long as you permit him that's why the book of james chapter 4 verse 7 said resist the devil and he will flee meaning you can be a believer if you don't resist him you will keep moving in your life he said resist him look at things that are not working in your life and this night i want us to raise where's that my brother come and sing for me i want us to raise an altar of prayer this night lord i i don't know the area of your life that seems not to be working maybe some of you maybe it's even your prayer life lord fresh fire lord fresh fire reko beleka bose beleka pos rebeleka boso belika barra beleka bas rebeleka boso belika barra beleka pas reko beleka boso Fresh fire upon my prayer life. Rebeleka bosso beleka bas. Reko beli kubara beleka bas. Fresh fire. Rebeli. 
Kabalande Kobele Kabas
Barabaras. Reko beleka barabeleka bas. Reko beleka barabedos. No fresh fire. Reko beleka barabeleka bas. No fresh fire. Reco de 
Yahweh's inside me. 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 Yahweh's inside me.
for what you have done so far. We thank you because this meeting will continue even in your dreams. We thank you for what you are sent to do tomorrow morning. Lord, we bless your name. We thank you for the fire that you have dropped here tonight. Lord, we bless your name. Father, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed.